Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And we're two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. We believe laughter is the best medicine. Hey, it's been two weeks. I missed you. Your hair looks great. Thank you. It's been a long two weeks. It has been. We are trying a new desk setup where we're actually looking at each other so we can have a lot of intense eye contact. I mean... I was about to say I like it, but it does. I feel a little intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look away occasionally. Me too. I'll just to be socially appropriate. I'm gonna. I will not stare at you in the eyes for the whole ninety minutes. I'm I promise. Look away a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. this way, I don't have to worry about you sneaking peeks at my screen and getting previews I, of my topic. Yo, I ain't sneaking peeks. Well, now I'm you just can't. Paranoid. So I have to tell you the bridge underpass on the way here. Yeah. Uh, on, on, I think second street or whatever street that is. I went under it and I see a man in a trench coat on the side, like side of the road. Like, Uh-oh. I know. And I, and I was looking at him because of our trench coat topic and he turned and he was peeing and he didn't flash me, but I did. But see you did get a flash. I saw a penis, and it was all. I the fact that he was wearing a trench coat made me look, which is worse. <laughs> if he would have just been a normal guy dressed standing there, I would not have looked at him. It caught your attention. Yeah, because I was like, "What is he doing?" And then he turned. I was like, "I didn't really want to know," <laughs> but I couldn't look away. <laughs> sometimes you can't look away i didn't i mean i did eventually not like it wasn't that long i drove past him yeah sometimes just curiosity (laughs) makes you want to take a little peek yeah i didn't like just to see what's happening and then you look away i think the proper would be a proper word would be i took a gander took a gander took a gander (sighs) there was one time that i was um it was a long time ago high school time i think and we we're walking along the beach where I used to live. And these rentals had like these balconies where, you know, the vacation renters would be up there. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends said, oh, you can see that guy's dick. And I didn't <laughs> want to look because why would I want to look and see it? I, you don't. But I had to. You have to. So I took a peek. And sure enough, he had his leg up Ugh. and he was like wearing loose shorts. And yeah, you, you could Ew. see it all hanging out. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Some people like dicks. Some people do. But I want to. I want to be like, um, like, consenting to look at the dick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like I need like a, a thorough written description first. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's been evidence based. Like it's been tested. Like that model. It's been vetted. Yeah. Um, I'm not taking his word for it. Uh, <laughs> so I I was reading on oh, no, probably Facebook and there was a, a meme that came up that said, why are all these podcasts with two best friends? I want to see a podcast with two enemies. And I just want to say that I have tried a podcast before with someone who we weren't enemies by any means, but we weren't friends. We just both wanted to do a podcast. And how did that go? It was awkward. I was just like over planning. It was like so much more structured and like trying to figure out what to talk about, what to say, super anxious the whole time. It was, it was awkward and it feels nothing like this has ever felt. It, this felt natural on day one. 
And I mean, between enemies or strangers or, you know, somewhere in between, I just feel like it's fun. No, it sounds tedious. Yeah. I mean, why do I feel a little jealous to be honest? Right. Like, why did you podcast before me? I wanted to be your first. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I wanted to do this for a while. I mean, that was probably like eight years ago at this point. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And it didn't go well. I had some cool topic ideas, but I was, I wanted to talk about like specific, like mental health things and like dive into it, like each thing. But we've been sprinkling it in so you can do whatever you want. That's what's great about our podcast being very broad. We recorded (laughs) once and it was so bad that I was like, well, maybe we need to like restructure it, come back and whatever. And I didn't like it so much that I never did it again. Like, maybe we need to reassess. Let's step back and then we can come back to the table. But like, then you just never just came back to the table. It felt like so much work and I didn't want more work. No, it needs to be fun because and, and as far as we en- work a lot. And as far as enemies go, like what I like is that you and I do have differing opinions on things and we do debate them politely and respectfully with each other. Um, yes, it I don't is possible. You. I don't hate you by any means, but if I hated you, I don't think you could get me in a room with you for an hour. And a half, sometimes and a half. two. Sometimes two, yes. Sometimes two and a half, and we don't realize it cut us off at two. Yes. So that was my my little, I actually like felt a little offended by that. Like, yeah, maybe people do that, but we're better. And don't listen to our podcast if you don't like it. Well, and it also. wasn't it wasn't geared towards us specifically. But well, I'm taking it personally. I I, I did. Uh, so that's all I have for checking in. Um, I just wanted to just say briefly, the spirit of the Ukrainian people is so fucking inspirational to me. Absolutely. And I I'm just it just warms my heart, fills my heart, and you know, in times of stress. We need entertainment Mm -hmm. and laughter more than ever. Yes. Which brings us to us. Yes. And actually, hopefully, we're making somebody laugh and entertaining someone out there. Typically, on my drive here, I always call my dad and I tell him what my topic is. That's kind of like my my little betting that happens. (laughs) Were you just trying to put your arm up? I was. There was no table. (laughs) Nothing there. Uh, But yeah, and he's like, oh, that's not what I expected. You know, I was expecting like the World War III topic and I was like, honestly, same thing, like with the Trump stuff, like when it's happening, one new, like content changes. So sometimes when you're in it day to day. Yeah. It's, it's not a time you have to wait till. Yeah. And the, we can have a beginning, middle and end to it. I don't want to talk from an emotional, like me play. I don't want to be centered around me. I want to be able to share as unbiased as I can, which means I'm absolutely biased, but not from an emotional. (laughs) We're all biased place I don't know maybe I get emotional when I drink too but anyways like I I feel very opinionated about this matter and I would come from a different perspective I honestly think so then if I if I waited you know six months to talk about this it would be different well sometimes I need distance from things that are upsetting before I can even talk about it I mean I'm that way with my personal life too like if I'm going through a thing like I don't even want to talk about it yeah I need I need like silence for maybe like (laughs) two days about it and maybe in general and then then I'm actually usually pretty good to just move on (laughs) well fine if I'm going to talk about it later, you know, after I've kind of mm-hmm. sorted it out in my mind, I'm not in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've made sense of it. 
figured out the meaning, all that. I gotta do all yeah. that first. And like what our role is in things and what the, the limits to that are, because that can be hard. The feeling like you want to help. Um, and there are places to donate and make charity. Yeah, I donated so many to yeah, one. I, I researched, help. there's like a website that rates charities to mm -hmm. make sure it's like actually going Bio, to help. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it feels very distant and just it a gesture, does. but well, and that's, I think that's all we have the option of at this point. Yeah. Then there's so much politics wrapped into everything. I just don't want to go there. So my topic today. Oh yeah. You get to go first. I do. I do. So my topic today I'm excited about because it's probably both the farthest from world war three and the closest that you can get. Ooh, what does that mean? That's actually a paradox. I listened to an audiobook called mythos. Very good. Um, and paradox is yeah anyways okay teletubbies oh teletubbies teletubbies i uh, like them you do okay i was gonna ask how your feelings of the tubs yeah because um, they came out i mean that was like a when little skylar was little yeah okay and so for me i remember being a kid but like i was because it, it was geared towards toddlers yeah. And I was already like past that stage, but it, it was around, but it's like, uh, no, not Teletubbies. I'm a big girl. I think it came out right when Skylar was a toddler. Ah. Or very, so he and you was watched like, it? oh yeah, oh, I good. was obsessed. So glad. So, glad. so obsessed. I made me. a handmade Poe costume for him. <gasps> Poe was like po a celebrity. Poe is a celebrity, yeah. actually got like millions of fan mail. Like, yeah. I think Poe's the fave. And that's this, this, the red one. Oh, I'm not going to mess around with our audio speakers. <laughs> yes. The red one. Yes. So, you know, family friendly British, uh, TV show. It. Tubby Toast. From 1997. Tubby Custard, Naughty Nunu. I know all the characters. I'm so happy because I learned so much about this, but I'm not a, it wasn't my jam. I was too old and cool at that I'm a diehard. So, they stopped running in 2001, but they have a lot of other ones like remakes and there's like when little kid ones. 1997. That's when Skylar was born. See, ah, I knew it, it was like right, right when, there, right there. Yeah, it was right there. He slid right in. <laughs> so there's four brightly colored totter, toddler like creatures that had television screens built into their bellies and a unique shaped antenna for each character. So they were all different. Do you remember what their antennas were? Yeah. Each one? I think so. Poe had a stick, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just like straight um, up. Tinky Winky, I think, had the triangle, which is why all the conservatives said that he was like the gay tubby trying to turn our kids gay. Yep, and we'll, we'll hit on that. Um, the green one, was it a square? I can't remember. I lied. And yellow, Lala, I can't remember. Uh, the, okay, so okay, Dipsy. so Poe had, po had a Lala. circle. The red one had a po. circle. Poe had a circle. Okay, Poe had a circle. I made something out of and pet cleaners and the stuck green, it to Skylar's head. The green one <laughs> was the straight. <laughs> was the stick. Okay. And then, and then the other, the yellow one was like a squiggly. Okay. Squiggly. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, this, they, there was almost $1.4 billion in three years that they made just in merchandising alone. Hmm. It's a lot. 
We were poor then. We didn't buy any merch. Well, you obviously made it. (laughs) No, it was very handmade. We're talking PJs and a pipe cleaner. Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) They had award nominations plus two wins from around the globe. It's a good show. It was like made to hold toddlers' attention. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, and too old and it doesn't do it, but it's like right in that mind Well, speak for yourself. (laughs) right in that mind space of where like things that don't make sense are totally okay in a toddler's brain yeah and they had the repetition which i thought was brilliant oh my gosh i hated that part so because they would show the video of some random activity or song and dance thing from like real children yeah it was the real british children and you know and then they buff out their time no, then it was again, repetition. Again, again, I know, but repetition of nothing that matters. It's essential to learning, though. But they were not learning anything. I watched one literally where this guy was singing a song that you can't understand any of the words to, and these kids are like dancing awkwardly. Toddlers, but if you're a little kid, you're like. Oh, I remember seeing this, and it just builds but, knowledge but and learning. That to build. This is a me question, not even part of this. I just, I, I think they were filling time. I don't. I think they really researched how kids learn. But then they put in useless knowledge, like put in something else, teach what them something. Mean? Sometimes they're going to the train. Sometimes they're doing a craft. Sometimes they're feeding yeah, the chickens. A craft. They're never going to remember a craft. They're a toddler. Okay. This is us disagreeing they're, they're just on watching. the value of the Teletubby part. They're just watching other people do valuable things. Yeah, but it's kids their age, so they're into it. Yeah, they're into it, but they don't know what into it means. But they see the representation. But they Except n- there was a lot of blonde kids back then. Yes, 100%. But that was before, you know, yeah. more, well, more woke times. Yes, more woke times. Okay, so aside from, from that... <laughs> Which I loved. I just want to say that again. I like that part. You can totally. I I I saw how creepy, like these little alien things. And then I saw like how it was made and that freaked me out even more. But I saw how much Skylar benefited from that show and liked it. You have different perspective. And when Stella was little, like we watched that too. And she liked it too. But um, she became obsessed with different shows, which is fine. You sound a little bitter, but not. Just well, you know, edge. you want them to like what you want, but they're <laughs> their own people, even when they're two. Yeah. yeah. She's obsessed with um, Miyazaki films. And if you give a mouse a cookie and she will uh, watch nothing else. Well, that's, you know, she's dedicated. dedicated. <laughs> but if I have to watch freaking Ponyo one more time or Totoro. I don't know any of this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know any of this. Okay. So. You had mentioned uh, the popularity of some of these. And so Simon Shelter, who played Tinky Winky for much of the series, uh, likened the experience of being a rock star. They got tons of fan mail from kids and parents, and they said it felt like they were the Beatles. That's really interesting because I've never seen them. them. Well, and that's the whole thing. And so they the land that they're in is like a green meadow with flowers remember the baby son that oh comes yeah out? the baby son yeah i got to see the adult version of her <laughs> did you know that they recruited her after being born in the hospital well, so she was born they had the dad like playing with things and she smiled and did that smile and they instantly hired her she's a great sun baby great sun baby and there's rabbits 
to oh, run around. Let me tell you about, okay, let me set the stage here. So they have the field and then in the center is like their little dome. It's sort of like UFO They had a really thing. cool name for it. I forget what it was though. But so these are adults in these costumes and they wanted to make them look like child-sized, which is hard to do in these the giant costumes. So what they did, those rabbits are actually a special breed of rabbit that are huge. They're giant rabbits Ooh. to help make it look like they were smaller than they really Love were. That. Yeah. So they did a lot of tricky. Like, it's like how they made stuff. the hobbits look little on Lord of the Rings. Yes. When yes. they're average sized people in real life. Right. Right. One of the problems with the show is that there was like over a hundred rabbits. Don't tell me they field. called the rabbits. No, they did not call the rabbits. That that would be that would probably be what I'd lead with the podcast. They had much rabbit breeding happening on set. Oh, rabbits were being rabbits. Yes. And so they'd often have to redo shoots because of rabbits breeding in the background that they didn't notice. And they'd have to. Ah, like, they're back there <laughs> humping. Which is so not, again, toddler appropriate. That's but hilarious. I thought that was funny. And then they, so they, they would eat. Your fan is loud on your it's laptop. It's your fan. It's not my fan. My fan. It's not my fan. It's your fan. It's your fan. My fan doesn't you can't make sounds. Lean forward and listen to my. <laughs> you have your headset on. That doesn't. My laptop is quiet. Okay, now it stopped. Anyway. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to say my laptop farted. No. So your laptop. Your laptop farted. <laughs> We've had so much shame about technology. We're very defensive about it. Um, they eat specific foods inside. Do you remember what they ate? Yeah, tubby toast and tubby custard. Yes. Yeah, so I found out the tubby custard was actually like a colored uh, mashed potatoes that they'd have come out of there. And I could not figure out what the cookies were made out of. The tubby toast. The tubby toast, which is brown, and I can only assume is made out of rabbit because there are no other agriculture out there. There's flowers there's and grass. A, it wasn't green, was it? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they burned it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely rabbit. <laughs> okay. So it ended, right? Why did Teletubbies disappear uh, after being a number one series? Could stopped watching it? Went on to something new? So the controversies they that you mentioned one of them already, and there's another oh, with Tinky Winky. There's another that I'm going to share, and they don't really claim that either of these are why this happened. Because they actually ran a really long time. So yeah, um, let's talk about this Tinky Winky thing because I had just always thought it was so incredibly stupid. Yes, and laughable. And I okay, so you gave a little backdrop already, and I just want to say that I would like. To, to note that after, you know, 22 plus years of controversy around this, that uh, Teletubbies launched an official Teletubbies pride collection, which I think is like their, their way of coming back and saying that we actually do support LGBT plus that because they, they did a lot of like, these are just characters in a child's 
you know, TV show who likes to be fashionable <laughs> and has a purse. I think what the conservatives latched onto was the purple, the triangle, the, the uh, purse, the triangle, and yeah. that he sounded, he had a voice that was sounded a little more mature. And mm-hmm. so that like got all their fear hackles up that like, you're trying to make my kid gay. Yes. Yes. And so, um, Recently, they they donate all their proceeds. I just want to note this. They uh, donate all that to a nonprofit LGBTQ media monitor. Uh, glad. So glad. Glad. With two A's, right? Yes, two A's. Not the like plastic wrap or mm-hmm. garbage bag. So their their uh, collection is now centered around two themes, big hug, big love, and Teletubbies love pride. Those are their kind of catch. Well, you know, nowadays they probably could be a successful show and have an openly gay character, but in those times, not so much. It was not so so accepting. I mean, the nineties still, mm -hmm. I mean, wasn't Ellen still in the closet for God's sake? Yes. And so this actually, so those are related. So this was really about embracing their own demons because of what happened back then so the british import toddler aim series was originally ran on bbc and on pbs in the u.s so from 1998 to 2008 uh, it had another reboot sorry all the way up to 2015 so very long time but what happened was uh there was a baptist televangelist Jerry Falwell. Oh, yes. He's not alive anymore. Jerry Falwell. Very famous. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said, parents alert. Tinky Winky comes out of the closet in the National Liberty Journal, a promotional publication for his evangelical Liberty University, noting, quote, he is purple, the gay pride color, and his antenna is shaped like a triangle, the gay pride symbol. But no mention of the purse. Um. (laughs) And then the next picture is him clutching the purse. <laughs> so. Or bag. A bag. It's a, it's a satchel. Men, it's men a bag. Wear bags too. It so. could, men wear purses. Yeah. They, they call it a red handbag. That's what they say. Um, and little context. So this speaks to what you were talking about. This was just two years after Ellen DeGeneres came out as gay. And three years after President Bill Clinton signed the Defense of Marriage Act into law. Effectively yes, like banning same-sex marriage. These were still sketchy times. Yes. It was four years before the Supreme Court would rule the U.S. anti-sodomy laws. are un- the, uh, Those are unconstitutional. And five years before Massachusetts would become the first state to legalize gay marriage. So we are in sketchy times. Yes. Um, People coming out could have careers ruined. I mean, I, I thankfully, there were these trailblazers that took mm-hmm. risks. Because everybody else has just stood on their shoulders. Absolutely. So for those who haven't been, I mean, basically it was full on denial initially from Teletubbies uh, because I think they were in the position where they felt like they had to. It's a toddler based show. That's not their platform, all of that. Um, But went from that to acceptance to full on pride, which I think. So they have like said, Mm -hmm. oh, Tinky Winky is. What they, what they say is that all of our Teletubbies promote basically the individuality to be whoever they, they are. 
Okay. So they've taken a broader stance without specifically saying it. Got it. And then has has a branding merchandising that supports that in line. But again, they make money. So are they trying to get on the pride wagon? I mean, I've seen they so did. many companies do that and it's a little annoying. I know. It's like when Pride Week like happens, everything's a rainbow. It's like, it's like, well, okay, great. You have rainbow socks. Yeah, or One like time a year. You put a rainbow on your wine bottle. Like, mm-hmm. are you just trying to sell product? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, who are you? What do you stand for? I want to know more before I'm going to buy your rainbow colored wine bottle. Right, right. So there was 1999 when Jerry Falwell had said all that. So, um, Skyler was two. Two years old. Okay. He's probably our, wearing he's his our timeline homemade Poe outfit that I made probably. him for Halloween. So he also said that there was evidence of this, that the character whose voice is obviously that of a boy has been found carrying a red purse and has become a favorite character among gay groups worldwide. Um, he died in 2007. I just feel like that fits there. Um, Falwell or? Falwell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Tinky Winky. No, no, no. So he... He adds that as a Christian, I feel the role modeling the gay lifestyle has is damaging the the moral lives of children. So that was the big pushback. I wish I could show you this picture without possibly unplugging things, but he looks like you would expect him to look. Okay. That's stereotyping, but it's correct. Oh, I know what he looks like. Okay, great. I'm familiar with him. Okay, great. So he's very well known, actually. Baldwell uh, gives some credit for the tip-off to Washington Post writer Michael Colton, who had recently and jokingly declared in his annual in-out column that Tinky Weeky would replace Ellen DeGeneres as the new gay ambassador. So he later apologized to that after the Falwell comments because he meant it as a joke and then he took that and ran with it. Um but others had also beaten him to the punch. Tinky Winky already proudly claimed by the gay press. So the advocate out magazine village voice and the columnist, Michael Musto declared that Tinky Winky is out and proud and sends a great message to kids. Not only that it's okay to be gay, but the importance of being well accessorized. And I love that. Love that. I love that. Uh, looking back, Musto recalled, as I landed in the middle of this hilarious, hilarious, uh, contemptuous situation, I had to chuckle over the fact that Falwell and I actually agreed on something, that Tinky Winky was gay. <laughs> <laughs> After this divisive stuff, Falwell doubles down on the Today Show, telling host Katie Couric that to have little boys running around with purses and acting effeminate and leaving the idea that masculine male and the feminine female is out and that gay is okay is, quote, Christians, is something that Christians do not agree with. I would love to quote him out of context, just the gay is okay part. Gay is okay. <laughs> Says gay is okay. Yeah. In a big shocking statement, <laughs> uh, the nighttime TV host have a field day in the city of Berkeley, California, passes a council measure proclaiming long live Tinky Winky. Teletubby spokesperson Ken Visselman, meanwhile, holds a press conference about it and says that Teletubbies is the most harmless, most delightful show for children. It is the sweetest, most innocent place a child can go. To fill it up with paranoia or right-wing propaganda is ridiculous. He adds, if gay people think Twinkie Winky is gay, it's because they aren't enough gay. It's because there are not enough gay role models on TV, but they aren't going to find one on this show. Hmm. So you can see how their initial response 
is a little lackluster, a lot of lackluster for yeah. the gay community, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we watched it probably a year ago because when Stella was little and that show holds, holds up. Yeah. It I really mean, that's does. Great. That's we great. bought a couple seasons on Amazon, watched it, didn't I stick. Think in my mind, I remember growing up and like <laughs> hearing some news story where the child tried to hug the TV because of his favorite thing and the TV fell on him and killed him. I could be totally making that up, but I honestly no, I think it, I have a memory in there. It could be I a think false it was one. blamed on the sun baby. Sun they baby. wanted to hug the sun baby. I, I don't know if okay. it's true or not, but I did hear that too. Yeah. It might be an urban legend. Might be. Oh. But again, you can't blame the show. I blame didn't. the damn parents the for not is, anchoring the fucking TV to the wall. The thing is, is I looked up a lot about this and I couldn't find anything about that. <laughs> I like specifically typed in Teletubby deaths and got nothing. Would you think you'd get something? You'd get something. Um, Teletubby scary. I got a ton of stuff. Don't get me wrong. You put that in black and white and play some creepy music over it. It is terrifying. <laughs> um, okay. So 2000s, the sale of Teletubbies hit $1.6 billion. And the news prompts one marketer to reportedly marvel Jerry Falwell has become the spokesperson of the 90s. He can sell anything. (laughs) So it didn't hurt them. I mean, they say there's no bad press. Uh Uh-huh. And then in 2007, so we're going to speed up our timeline, Polish official orders a tinky winky investigation. Could you imagine that being like your your job? (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) That's what it says on the outside of your top secret folder. Tinky winky. (laughs) After a long stretch of quiet around the issue, Iwa Sawinska, the government watchdog for children's rights in Poland, was alerted to this whole tinky winky thing. They said, I noticed he was carrying a woman's handbag. She tells the publication at the time, at first, I didn't realize he was a boy. At first, I thought the purse would be a burden for this Teletubby. Later, I learned that this may have had a homosexual undertone. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Eventually, Sawinska backs off. Her spokesperson noting she hasn't asked and won't ask psychologists to investigate and that they're fictional characters. They have nothing to do with reality. And the bag and scissors and other props that all the characters use are in a fictional world that speaks to children. We're not going to deal with that issue anymore, she said. And then she resigned a year later. Okay. This is also the year that Teletubbies creators Wood and Davenport create a new British show called In the Night Garden, prompting interviews and finally comments along the uh, along the Tinky Winky controversy over to this other show. Um, and they said, we laughed when we first heard it, but in the United States, certain communities took it seriously to our horror and it damaged our brand considerably in America. Whether Tinky Winky is gay or not, still the most frequently asked question is still the frequently most asked question that we get and one that she does not answer. In March of 2007, the Teletubbies, including Tinky Weeky, receive an honorary key to the city on what is deemed Teletubbies Day in New York. Teletubbies Day. I didn't even know they had a whole day. And then in 2015, they got a reboot. Uh, They sold the rights to the show 2013, and they started rebooting it. Um, But, you know, it is different. Oh, I think we saw some of the new ones. Did you? I walked into the living room. I'm like, what is this? This is different. And Skylar said, yeah, these are like new tubby shows. Yes, there's like It's like a lot more colorful and like their um, tummies were like more technologically advanced. Mm -hmm. And then there's another offshoot where there's like baby Teletubbies. And I don't even want to know how that all happens. 
Oh. Right? Mm -mm. Okay. So in 2018, the original Tinky Winky actor Simon Barnes died at 52. The obituary notes that Barnes, who replaced the original Tinky Winky, Dave Thompson, had at one point addressed the controversy saying, people always ask me if Tinky Winky is gay, but the character is supposed to be a three-year-old. So the question is really quite silly. Okay. Three-year-olds can be gay. They can be gay and they can also carry purses. Uh, so 2021, all the way up to now, Teletubbies Pride Collection was released. So 2021. Interesting. I'll like, have to look into this. Right. This Pride Month, they said the iconic Teletubbies brand is celebrating the importance of self-expression and acceptance in a unique and uplifting way while giving back to create change. Um, again, coordinating with GLAD, two A's, uh, and they are still working in efforts with them to expand LGBTQ images and inclusion in children. So they're finally just yes. embracing and yes. accepting okay. that Tinky Winky is gay and it's fine. Yes. Okay. So. And also let us capitalize on. <laughs> Did you know there was an episode that was banned internationally? No. What? This is actually the part that so i was researching this and almost didn't pick it because i'm like okay i mean it's interesting but like is no it disturbing? the tinky winky stuff is disturbing okay okay but, but this i'm gonna get creepy tell me what what oh, happened I'm gonna get creepy with don't you. ruin teletubbies for me it's Macy. just one episode one episode okay have you heard of the lion and the bear no you never saw the lion and the bear ups i you would remember it if you, if you i don't it. recall it Okay, so let me just set a backdrop here. There is the Teletubbies come into their big field and they hear a voice. This voice belongs to the bear. And I'm going to play that here in a second. Okay. And they sit down to then watch the scene narrated. And what's happening is a bear comes out, has its little I'm a bear thing. And then out comes a lion who then like, I'm a lion. And then the lion proceeds to chase the bear, um, eventually leading off screen. Okay, so there's that. I'm worried. What's going to happen? I will just, I'm going to give the, before I play it, I'm just going to give the backdrop that this was deemed inappropriate for the age group. Children, there was reports of children crying, running away from the TV screen, so oh, no, and then they actually reworked the whole episode and relaunched it. And I'm going to play to you the difference because it's not that different. You can kind of hear what they did to change the tone of it, but it's like it freaked. It's creepy. Okay, here we go. Okay, I let really me... want to know. Okay, let me. I'm so curious right now. I didn't even know about this until I started diving into it. I'm like, <laughs> this is the scariest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, so hold on. I I, I don't want to waste too much time on that part but i want to play what year was this one from um, was it like one of the og ones or like it's one of the oh it's an og one yeah. okay i'm gonna have to ask skylar about it okay so i'm gonna try to play it where you can actually see it too okay these are the teletubbies laughing wait all right Wait, ah, I did it wrong. Hold on. Okay, sorry. Pause. <laughs> okay, I'll pause. 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 Pause yourself. Okay. Should I pose a question? Sure. What is Pilates even? 
Oh, I took a Pilates class at the community college. It's a lot of stepping up and on to blocks and then down and off of blocks. But do you lay on some kind of wooden bed? No, I've never did that. And I took a, like a Pilates semester. I walked by a Pilates place in Kendall Yards Mm -hmm. and they're like, it's filled with all these like wooden beds that look sort of like medieval torture devices. No. And I was like, what is Pilates? No, not a, I stepped on and off of a, of like a plastic block in like patterns to music. I think that's jazzercise. It wasn't though. Or aerobics. No, it wasn't. It was Pilates. Fonder size. No. Okay, I need more information. Okay, here we go. Sorry. So I started playing the other version. So this is the original. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Classic Chubbies. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's real? Yes. It does sound scary. Keep watching. I'm the bear. I'm the bear. And I'm coming. Just wait. Oh, God. Just wait for it. Oh, God. This is Spence. I'm the bear. I'm the bear. With brown, fuzzy hair. I'll go running over here. Okay. It's a bear wheeling around. A pretty scary upright bear. First of all, any bear that walks is a little terrifying. Um... That suspense, like, it it created too much suspense. I was like, something is going to jump scare me. Okay, so, yes. And just, like, the cutout is creepy. It's not It's like one of those vintage creepy toys that you find in a haunted house. Yes. So I'm now going to fast forward to the next part for the introduction of Lion. Okay. I want to see Lion. Okay, again with the suspense. Oh, scary. That is and really like scary. No, there's nothing on the screen. Oh, there's the line. Scary thing. Yes, you are. Scary thing. <laughs> like they actually scream. Scary, scary on the top and scary underneath. What does that mean? Scary lion. As a matter of fact, I'm scary around the front. And I'm carrying around the back. What? Okay. So what then, so wait, then, wait, we have to, we have to okay, break we that talk, down. We can break that down. Scary okay. on the top, scary on the bottom, scary around the front, scary, scary. on the back. And then they zoom in on his, his butt tail. with his tail twitching. Yeah. It was, what does that mean? I don't either. even know what that means. I don't know what that means. And I do either. want to point out, but some, I want to know. Like when the lion comes out, everyone else, like, so three of the Teletubbies are like, ah like still doing the chuckle and one of them though screams and you can hear him scream and he's and it's like oh that's out of place like i don't think he was supposed to do that um well the suspenseful music the low tone yes it's threatening and then they have him chasing the bear and the bear's like hiding what in the actual fuck what? This is not a real episode. It is 100% got banned internationally. And then Chase is the bear. I'm going to show this to Skylar immediately when he gets home from work. So it has. Okay, so it it's has. so bizarre. It has back and forth of this line chasing the bear. And then, and it's very like, like the bear is like 
laughing, but the lion isn't. And the lion sounds like it wants to hurt the bear. And then they go off. It's not play fighting. No. And they go off the screen. The lion is a predator. And you don't know what's happening. The bear is prey. But then all of the Teletubbies go, and like cover their mouths at the end and then giggle. And it's like, did the the lion eat the bear? We have no closure. There's no closure. But so. Bear is dead. (laughs) Bear is dead. But creepy, right? Like those cutouts are it's, not okay. No, the whole first thing of all. is creepy. I don't like it. I didn't like it either. Okay, so now I have to show you how they edited it. Okay. Because they re put it out. They tried to make it more friendly and fun. Yes, and you're gonna you're gonna hear the difference here. Let me. Okay. Why would they try to redo it? Why wouldn't they just scrap it? I. That's honestly what I was thinking the whole time. Is like why. <laughs> Um, okay. Just say bad idea. Put it in the drawer. So here's the intro again. I'm the bad. Tone of voice is different. Higher, higher tone. Music. Happier music. Okay. Same bear. With brown fuzzy hair. Okay. So that's the visuals are exactly the same, but they added happy sounding music and changed the inflection of the voices. Um, so, higher pitch mm-hmm. so now i'm a scary lion he's still looking for the bear though mm-hmm. yeah the whole thing is ah. now listen to the noises here they put a doorbell noise and boo, boo, and they're trying to make it benny hill silly that's the gist of it they are available on youtube if you'd like to it watch doesn't seem like it's that different to well, be honest. the whole thing is like the concept's the same of like why is there a lion and a bear, first of all? And why is lion trying to chase the bear? And does the bear survive? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. It's just a happy, cheery music of the death of the bear. I feel a little traumatized. It was like... And I'm not too. I watched it. The first one, I'm like, I would never show that to a child. Like, <laughs> the, why did you show it to me? The ominous music. So ominous. And the way the trees were shaking, like something bad was coming. And and the anticipation, like gold star award winning performance of a horror movie. Like the suspense is real. I got goosebumps. No, I know. I'm sure. For the bear and the lion. Ooh. So that was actually banned. Um, they got so many complaints in and it was first banned um on the british airways or, and then it went internationally banned and then they reworked it and then republished it out and some still accepted it but the lion wow. and the bear now the you lion know and the bear yep sometimes things don't go as planned <laughs> i cannot wait to tell skylar about that when he gets home from work <laughs> the lion and the bear all right, that's all I got for you. Um, I learned a lot about Teletubbies today and was a slightly traumatized. <laughs> My inner child was traumatized. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. Talk to me. About the dangers of being a Southpaw. Okay. I don't know what that means. That means being left-handed. Oh, my sister had- is left-handed i was gonna ask you if you knew any left-handed people Mm -hmm. i don't really yeah my sister's left-handed and i know that it gets like when we go and eat places she picks her spot oh my god i'm gonna talk about that okay okay. yeah so she picks her spot because it gets 
You need to tell uh, your sister to listen to this episode. I will. I will. She I am to going to normalize. She's the her one in struggle. The, she's the one in the Navy that listens all the time over in uh, Spain. Over in the Spain. Yes. Okay. This is for you, Macy's sister in España. All right. Being left-handed in a right-handed world, mm. which could be like a sad country song. Absolutely. Or a Teletubbies episode with some ominous music. And I thought of this because I think we mentioned being left-handed last time. Yes. When we were talking about something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we did. I can't even remember. I disagreed with you blindly. Two, two weeks ago. But I trust you because your hair looks so good right now. My hair looks amazing. That's why it's good to be friends or else I'd be like, your bangs look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I attended a panel of local Black and Jewish educators and civil rights leaders. And one of the panelists made an analogy between living in a right-handed world as a left-hander and individuals of color living in our white supremacist world. Ah, okay. Okay. So only 10% of people are left-handed. More than 2,500 left-handed people are killed every year around the world using equipment meant for right-handed people. Oh, blasphemous. The right-handed power saw is the most deadly item. I can see that because the guard's on the wrong side. It's on the wrong side. You're not guarded. You're not. You're unguarded. Your hand is unguarded. It's literally unguarded. And it's a chainsaw. Unguarded. The odds are... That one in 4,400,000 left-handed people will be killed using a right-handed product. That's a sucks. I don't want her to listen. This will be sad. <laughs> she has to be careful, too, because she works on a Navy ship. Oh, my God. It's probably a death trap. Everywhere oh, she turns. 100%, 100%. I guarantee you her toolbox, uh, the way the plane or the helicopters and planes are made are not made for lefties. Jesus. Wow. This is it. This we're saving lives. Well, or creating PS, a lot of anxiety. PSA One of the announcement. There was a lot, quite a lot of questionable research. Quite a lot. And I'm a savvy consumer of research. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of questionable research published in the early mm-hmm. 90s that said being I feel like left-handed. A lot of research in the early 90s was questionable. <laughs> I think the whole 90s were questionable. Fair. So the research said that being left-handed was correlated with early death, that left-handed individuals died about nine years earlier. Mm. This research is, or that fact, or not fact, that unfact is still brought up currently in stuff I looked up, even mm. though so the it's research like a, it's like a myth that's has been, been shown as questionable. Like if you yeah. actually look into the research, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, was the Teletubby actually gay? <laughs> Maybe, but probably, actually. So that research was definitely questionable, but it is given as, like, it's a fact, mm. even today. But let's not say that's a fact. What is a fact is being left-handed is certainly challenging and is connected to pretty serious health disparities. Hmm. Your poor sister. Yeah. 
<laughs> so let's Our talk sister. about bias. Okay. We live in a right-handed world. We're both right-handed. We We're have both right-handed. This is our statement of reflexivity right here, right? Like I'm, I am a right-handed. Look, you just reached your right hand out to make that point. I, you know, I had to, I published or not published. Uh, I'm doing a submitting for a, a book chapter and we had to write a statement about basically about your own biases and perspectives before the chapter. And I did not include that I'm right-handed. Now I feel like I have to. Because it's a yeah, your positionality statement should include that you're that right-handed. Is, that is a, a place of privilege. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, from lefthandedrights.org. Oh, I love it. Honey, <laughs> so here are some products that have given lefties a challenge. Mm. The school desk has hurt more left-handers than any other. You know these desks. Oh, yeah, You've yeah, seen yeah. those, yeah, yeah, yeah. the built-in desks. I'm pretty sure I've heard her talk about desks and school being yeah. hard. You're, they're made so that your right arm can sit on it, and there's, like, the elbow place mm-hmm. and then the place for and your work. And she's had to learn how to try to do things the right hand be out of just necessity. But that is a challenge. Yes, yes. So imagine, right-handed people out there, imagine those built-in wooden desks, you know, where the chair and the desk are attached, imagine trying to write with your oh, left hand no it, well and it's just like when you try to put your elbow on the space that's it would not be there. just like that just like that your elbow no would space fall. it would just fall your down. arm isn't supported no so think of the muscle strain that you're experiencing Time. and you can't do shit you, you can't, can't do write shit. anything no you can't even pour your glue in, in underneath in the poultry god thing. forbid you try you to use off. i did that pa- all some the taste time. That was my favorite pastime in elementary school was pouring glue in it, letting it dry overnight. Next day, come in and try to peel it off. We all have hobbies. Did you not do that? No, I did not do that. Kids did that. Some kids. You'd also put it on your skin and then peel it off and then you'd have like a fingerprint piece Some of glue. Kids. Some kids. I like to put safety pins through my skin. I did that too, but that was later on. That was definitely, that was, <laughs> that I was early on enough. for me. I wasn't brave in elementary school. Scissors. Mm. Scissors are designed for right-handed people. I have bought left-handed scissors before, and boy, does that feel cattywampus. You can purchase left-handed scissors, but they're not going to be the ones lying around at work that you can grab in the workroom. No, 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 never. So we need to think about that. Mm -hmm. Workplaces. Yes. But left-handed scissors accessible in the workroom. Absolutely. When there's double doors and they want to lock one, it's the left one that's locked. What are we saying to left-handed people? We don't want you in our building. <gasps> Think about it. Thought about it. Wrong. Wrong. Bad. Can openers, for God's sake. For God's sake, they go the wrong direction. You can't even use a can. How would you You'd, design? You put the lid on tighter. You, you clamp it with your left. You threw yeah. it with your right. Can you imagine trying to clamp it? It wouldn't even work because it would be upside down. And my you'd oh, have to open your can upside down. All your beans would be all over the floor. Your canned cranberries would puddle on your feet. Uh, I don't use can canned cranberries. Canned cranberries are so much better. Let's fight about it. I like fresh. <laughs> of course you do. I don't know what that means. So here's the table situation. (laughs) When seated at the dinner table, left handers 
are put on the ends of the table so they don't bump elbows with others. Talk about exclusion. I was about to say, I would say the other side of that, which is what I saw the most with my sister, is nobody taking any consideration whatsoever and putting her in the middle of the (sighs) effing table where she couldn't, like, operate at all. And so she would have to get up and, like, ask someone, like, hey, can I sit there? Which she's much more, the Navy helped her be much more aggressive about these things. But prior, it was, you know, I could so she's advocating. Yeah. But prior, like growing Where up. Where do left-handers want to sit? Let's work the right-handers around that. Yeah. Do Maybe it. they don't want to be at the end. No, they don't. If they want to be in the middle, let's figure it out. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's an algorithm out there. Maybe just give them a little more room. Maybe just move your damn arm out of the way. Have less children. That's a, <laughs> sorry, different conversation. <laughs> direction of text so with english Mm. it goes left to right oh so lefties are going to smudge their text if they're writing like with a actual ink pen oh yeah yeah they're going to get it on their hands and the pens are designed to pull instead of push Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so lefties are going to have to push their pen instead of pull it so as righties we can pull our pen in the direction of garbage pure garbage they need they have to push they'd have to get a probably like a high quality japanese ballpoint pen where the ink will flow out evenly but you still have to push and pens are designed to pull and you still are going to get ink all over your fucking hand because you're dragging your hand over your that's text. true because you're saying the text goes left to right yeah so no matter english what, goes left to right i hate smudging ink once i smudge ink i'm throwing that away and i have to start all over again every single time on a calendar i bought a really nice calendar I liked and i smudged it and i ruined it well you can see how that would get in the way of a lefty's life it would probably make them a little neurotic love you sis. ring notebooks the rings get in the way think about it oh they already get in the way. Like, oh, but if you're trying to write here and yeah. you have those giant you have to, rings, like, put your arm. How between, do you walk around those? Between, you're gonna get caught. You're gonna get that. You know where it snaps you. It pinches you. <laughs> it pinches you. I hate that. I've been pinched by a ring notebook. Have you been pinched? I've been pinched. I've been pinched. They're probably pinched all the time. They're probably. You know, ask your sister if she has scars from <laughs> being pinched. I will. Uh, I'm, I'm aggravated by this game controllers and mm-hmm. keyboards yeah you have to buy special I the number that. pad is on the right mm-hmm. the enter is on the right so things that have been designed for intuitive ergonomic use are not so for a lefty mm-hmm. i was just looking at my keyboard because i control it's a smaller keyboard so yeah there's no enter it's a caps lock on the left side which would fuck yeah me. yeah i have an enter on the right on i mean right. mine's a small so i don't have a number pad but my enter is on the right yeah, yeah. and my uh, arrows are on the right mm-hmm. same um and think about gaming controllers too it's designed mm-hmm. for yeah, writing right right yeah. yeah you can i would just as a as a gamer you can set your settings within the game to switch that but again you have to actively do that or else it's just sent to the yeah place. and you can buy special shit but again that's an extra step mm-hmm. that writers don't have to take so that's writing privilege maybe they should get a stipend to accommodate for all of these injustices for, for real i think they need to like upon scissors when, when we realize they're going to be a lefty, they just need to get a gift pack in the mail mm-hmm. 
of like mm. a can opener, a scissors, S- S- a baseball scissors. glove. Baseball. Oh, good. A specific keyboard computer with a keyboard that's yeah, lefty the friendly. Thing. The a basic lefty, tools. A lefty mouse. Um, all the basic things. shit. Yeah. Just to make your life easier. Yeah. Cause Say, we, hey, lefty. It's already hard. We see you. Learning. We hear you. We see you. Stuff, let alone having to learn the stuff and then translate it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, spiral notebooks. I've had them leave mar- painful marks on my hands, and I'm a righty. Painful? Painful. If you left your hands sit for the, a long time on a painful... Indentations? A, How are you yes, long? Are you leaving your... A long time. Why? Are you I doing that know. to you? How I think much my, writing are you doing? My arm is heavy, and I do a lot of writing. Why are you putting your left arm over the spiral? Are you one of those, like, I'm writing? No, I'm, I'm in it. Wow. I'm in the zone, but I mean, they, again, they I'm not suffering excuse. like a lefty. No. Measuring cups. The measure marks are all on the right side, the side so that you can view it while holding the cup with your right hand. That's some BS, right? Uh, about that. Yeah, because then they'd have to look. Turn. So they're holding it. They don't see the marks. They have to awkwardly turn. So you're not going to get so they're going to guesstimate and biscuits then, and then, baked. and then you're going to you scold them for their their food didn't turn out right. Their nonsense. Your your <laughs> which is not their fault. Your nonsense food that doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is not your fault. Your bread that doesn't rise. <laughs> your hard bread. <laughs> your rabbit toast. Excuse me. Are you talking Teletubbies again? Yeah, I'm just looping it in. Trying to make a connection. Looping it in? Looping. Looping. Thank you. Guitars. Mm, yeah, you have to buy a lefty. It's or use it upside down. That's stupid. Or restring it yourself. Nobody does that. No, people do. And nobody plays it upside down. They may restring it. Some people do play it upside down. Some people might, but that's Some stupid. people make their own. Jimi Hendrix made his own. Yes. Yes, he did. He also has money. De- he's dead. Okay, him having money doesn't mean that he's not dead. We have to talk about him in the past I don't tense. enjoy that. I like to just say that he has money. I'm pretty sure that his he was... His essence of money still exists. I he was poorer, though, when he made his own guitar. But now now he has money. Now he's dead. But now he has money. He's been... He's been dead, but he has money now. No, he doesn't. It's like Picasso. You can't say people have he money when they're money. dead. I can because he made money after he died. But he doesn't know about it and he can't enjoy His it. His family enjoys it. He can't spend it on a custom fucking guitar. Are you mad at me? Bra hooks. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. I Think about being things. a lefty trying to hook your own bra if you like wear it. a bra it's hook. Sports bras are better. Well, some people have bra hooks. I remember that's a whole different topic. Never mind. Handshake stigma. Mm. Handshake is with the right. Mm-hmm. But if it's not your dominant hand, it's not going to feel natural and comfortable. <laughs> After COVID, I ain't shaking anybody's hand ever. You're all germy. I'm just going to nod at you and acknowledge your existence from six feet away. Beyond being disadvantaged by a right-handed bias in the design of the whole world, left-handed people have been subjected to discrimination and discouragement. Mm. Many language or cult, languages or cultures still contain negative references to left-handedness. The French word for left is gauche, 
which also is used for lacking social experience or grace. It's a negativity. So you're like, that's so gauche. Yeah, I hear French. Whereas the French word for droid or right. I don't have any French listeners, so I can say that right now. Which also refers to being upstanding. I have French family. I have French background, but it's on my mom's side, so it's fine. I have family, but I'm sure they would agree this is fucked. (laughs) There is the saying that the devil is on your left shoulder and the angel on your right. Ah. And another reference from Christianity, righteousness and fallen people were to be separated to the right and left of God, like separating sheep, which mm-hmm. were the righteous from goats, the fallen, the sheeps would be set on God's right side and the goats on God's left. Uh, we so have- there's some like over history and time, right has been associated as good left as bad. Yeah, I mean, think in English, right is right. <laughs> it's Fair. the same word. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. Yeah, right. exactly. About right. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. Right hand man, right That's hand woman, right. right hand person. What does left even mean? Two left feet means you suck. It means you suck. It means you stumble. It means you look like a fool. A fool. Because of cultural and social pressures, many left-handed children around the world were forced to write and do other activities with their right hands. Their left hands were tied down in some cases. This reminds me of some of the- Torture. Like the people people who were deaf who would have their hands tied so they wouldn't sign to try to force oralism. Yes. And they called, the, called this conversion. Hmm. I'm against all types of conver- unconsenting conversion. Me too. Keep your conversion to yourself. Exactly. It your, it's all bad. In your own trench coat. I don't want to see that. Ew, I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Tighten up the bottom of those gym shorts, nobody, guy. Yeah, nobody consented to this <laughs> for the gander. So things started to change throughout time. In 1971, the Florence Times, Tri-Cities Daily, reported that left-handed people, quote, are becoming increasingly accepted and enabled to find their right or left place in the world. I hate it. I hate this. We still have a long way to go before the last vestiges of discrimination against left-handedness are uprooted, however. So that was 1971, the year I was born. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think it's a very ignored topic. I don't hear about it yeah. ever, like ever. That's why. Other than from my left-handed sister, who when she ever. Or shines, from our podcast, we're shining light. Shining light, Teletubbies, left-handedness, lobotomies, whatever. Ugh. In the late 20th century. <gasps> I like how you did a, a fist. I did a fist of power for some reason. I just needed to. It's fine. Many benefits were created for left-handed people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Specialty shops offering left-handed products appeared throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. And left-handed people could browse in a counterclockwise direction if they wished. 
for such items as scissors and kitchen utensils. Well, and I got to say, I know that like grocery stores and department stores are designed to flow people a certain way. And so I guarantee you they're flowing them to the right, from left to right, like a book from here to there to the checkout stand. They're probably putting the things that they want them to buy on the right side, left on the left. Yes. Trader Joe's, for example. Trader Joe's. They bring you in. Yeah. They take you right to the expensive produce section. Dried snap peas that are salted and you're like, (laughs) these must be healthy. And then you're like, they're kind of not, but I'm going to eat them all anyways. With both hands. In the 80s, I used to love to go to Pier 39 in San Francisco. It was like a treat. And there was. about this time when I was not born. Go on. There was a left-handed store on the pier. And I remember that store and I would go in, I would leave right away. I would never purchase a thing because you're, you weren't, I'm right-handed, but I would be like, cool. It's like, I would like, I'm doing that. Even if she doesn't listen to this podcast, this a gift basket. Yeah. No, like, did you just say basket? Yes. Because like a baguette. Yes. I love it. Throw a baguette in the basket. The French in you is seeping out. Um, I'm not French, but I like it. I did spend a summer there when I was 13. A basket. I'm like that's like a great <laughs> gift idea. I'm. I'll have to figure out a time when that would be relevant. I think a it's a good basket idea. Basket of left-handed items. She would be so excited. Send her a left-handed chainsaw, please. I won't. <laughs> she can't take that on on the navy ship. <laughs> At least a can opener. I have to say, I want to give just like a quick, if can I take a second? Yes. Okay. A, a huge several. kudos. So my, my sister has been in the Navy now for over eight years and I'm probably that wrong. Sorry. I don't have a can of wine, but very long time. And she got recently engaged. Uh, they hadn't seen each other for a year prior to the engagement and they got engaged um, mm-hmm. and they got to see each other for like two weeks in Spain before he had to then leave. And it was going to be another year before they see each other again before the wedding, even though they're actually what, married legally. But so like a year before, a year after, no marriage, like no contact with each other he's stationed at a different navy base and they finally just gave orders this week that they're going to put them together this next year so they actually get to be together in their first year of marriage Um, which is so great because the navy honestly are not just the military in general is not very friendly to helping people stay together in relationships i love that so kudos congratulations happy story still left-handed but we love you (sighs) At least he got a husband. <laughs> Is a husband left or right? I think he's righty. He's okay. got to be a righty. I'm making a huge personality assumption. So when they sit to side by side, side sit, no, he's going to have to be on the okay. right hand side. And this side. is the thing is they, I mean, they're or spaced well apart. Did you say well apart? <laughs> <laughs> This is why we don't edit. Because we're humans and we fart. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you sell well a fart from your new husband.
I think it's good marital it's advice, good. actually. Good advice. You know, honestly, I've had men tell me in the past, like, oh, well, women shouldn't fart. I'm like, excuse what? me? Like, now I'm going to do it more. And I'm going to do it in front of you, on you. Now you're going to be hot boxed While you're sleeping. <laughs> Go on. Are lefties more creative or intelligent? Yes. Sources were a mixed bag. Okay. I mean, she's actually very logic-brained, honestly. But but that's one person, as we know. We one can't, of the most it's important a case study. people, yes. So I, looked, I did a lot of research, or looked into a lot of research on this, and it was a definite mis- mixed bag. Some said it was true for sure. Some said it was a myth. And some said the opposite was actually true. Okay. So, you know, in one recent study, however, it was hard to find so many hands. Your hands are going. I know, I'm voguing right now. All over the place. You literally just put a one up in my face. Um, (laughs) In one recent study. Your right hand, might I say? I know, because it's my dominant hand. Yeah. I'm also dominant in my right eye. Do you have a dominant eye? What the. You don't know what a dominant eye is? What does that even mean? Oh my god, let's do the miles test for oh now. Oh my god, I you. hate this. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to. What? Look at that plant over there in the corner. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Make a little triangle with your hand. Okay. A, a tinky like winky this? shape. Like a tinky yeah. winky. And get that in there. Okay. Now close your re- left eye. Closing my left eye. Do you okay. still see it? Did okay. it change at all? Okay, okay. Did yeah. your view change at all? I mean, just barely. Okay, close your right eye. Did it change? Changed a lot. Okay, your dominant right eye, like me. Mine doesn't change at all. Like, my right eye does all my work. My left eye doesn't do any of the work. Okay, so left eye. Oh, wait, left eye. Okay, so a line and then left eye. Mine shifts a little to the right with my left eye. Okay. And then... My right eye, it shifts just a little more slightly than the other way. The not. So these are probably more balanced in mine. Squeakiness. My right eye does all the work. Mine doesn't change at all when I close really? my left eye. Yeah. I mean, mine's, mine's like centimeters I'm, over. I'm totally right eye dominant. Oh. My left eye doesn't do any work. Okay. To be fair, I liked... So one of the strategies I used in undergrad to keep myself awake through long lectures was I'd write either in cursive with my right hand or I'd write with my left hand for taking notes to try to, cause it would make me work harder. But that has nothing to do with a dominant eye. But is a dominant eye like that you're born <laughs> with a dominant eye? No, I just, mine just developed over time. Well, I but didn't that's, to but have that's it. the one I'm wondering is like, because I did that, maybe my left eye is. No, I think that's more like works on ambidextrousness, not eyes. I think you're mixing two things up. I feel like my eyes and my hands work together. Yeah, but it, it's different though. So a lot of those kids that they tried to force to be right-handed. Yeah they actually became ambidextrous instead mm-hmm. well, you can't versus shake. being left-handed. You can't shake what's natural. That's right. Too bad people stop converting people because that's why they don't work. You don't work. It's a bad idea. Keep it behind your jacket. So 
uh, one recent study that looked pretty legit. That's good. Said that left-handedness may happen when there is some damage to the left hemisphere, mm-hmm. which cause the right hemisphere to have to take over. And this damage would happen prenatally. Okay. Okay. So, and do you want to refresh our audience on left and right hemispheres? So your right hemisphere controls your left hand, your hand, left side of the body, and your left hemisphere controls the right hand of the body, side of the body. So if your left hemisphere has damage and your right hemisphere takes over, then your left hand may have to become dominant. Got it. And this is called pathological left-handedness. And it's noted that this can lead to some learning difficulties. If there are not intellectual challenges, then left-handedness seems to be a predictor of intellectual ability, specifically mathematical ability. Mm. So it's, it's both. It's yes and no and all. Yeah. <laughs> I like that answer. And that was the most recent legit that, research. That I could way I find. didn't have to get defensive about my sister, which I might have. Well, that's a case study, though. That's okay. It can be a case study. I can also get defensive. Sure. You what told causes... me all about your case study of your child in Teletubbies. I love Teletubbies. Some <laughs> what causes left-handedness? A large body of researchers agree that a dominant hand is biological and likely genetic. The two most widely published genetic theories point to evolution, evolutionary natural selection, having produced a majority of individuals with speech and language control in the left hemisphere of the brain, which we talked about in my topic on split brain. Mm -hmm. So the Mm -hmm. left hemisphere of the brain is heavy speech and language and actually is the one that controls the shots and the one that um, reasons everything out and is like the summary of the situation. Okay. Right brain may be trying to assert itself, but left brain is the boss. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at both my hands and I realized like jewelry, I like to wear on my left rings i feel like my left hand's my pretty hand and that my right hand's my ugly hand and i don't wear jewelry on it oh does that matter is that a case i mean are they different looking this finger was (laughs) smashing a car door when i was my dad accidentally closed it was horrible oh my mom did that to me too when i was little it was awful it was probably worse for him than for me i mean i was screaming but oh my grandma did that to me too my grandma was deaf so she couldn't hear me screaming oh my gosh so i was (laughs) caught in that for a long time sorry to laugh at you but that's no it was awful yeah i could imagine and i was the kind of kid that like didn't scream out loud either and you screamed no no what? I was silently suffering until oh. she, but she wouldn't have heard me anyway. But finally, she was like, "Why won't this door close?" And then came mm-hmm. around and saw that my hand was stuck in there, and she was very sorry, which she should have been. Yes, I I screamed. My dad came in like I had like I had to be. It was right when everyone was learning cursive, and I had to be put in a special class because I couldn't write. I had it all bandaged up because I couldn't. To this day, I can't hold a pencil the right way. The way that people hold pencils. Oh. Do you, I can't. I hold it different. I hold it in a not great way. Mm, sorry. It's okay. Sure. If I was left-handed, Challenge. I would have been well off. Just sorry for your challenge. Because the left 
hemisphere also controls the movements of the right hand, right? Which wrong, I mean left. Notably right. includes the movements to produce written language after millennia of evolutionary development. This will result in a population of humans that is biased genetically towards individuals with left hemisphere speech language and right preference. Do you know what I just thought about? What? We're learning sign language. And what is always the thing is that like the it's your dominant hand. It's your dominant yeah. hand. And then like that. So okay. So but if you're left-handed, it would just be the left it would hand. Be the left hand yeah. Okay. So it is so actually a neutral language. Yeah. As far as, as, far as that. Go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is some recent research that may say that it actually might be the spinal cord in, rather than the brain mm -hmm. because the fetus already chooses a hand in utero. There's a lot of evidence of that, that they already chooses? have a dominant hand. Or it just is. Well, I mean, it's not a conscious choice, but they have yeah. a dominant hand in utero. Okay. And I know all, all three, like, uh, Stella's not my kid kid, but I'm helping raise her. So Skylar, Asher, and Stella... Like, it was always like, are they going to be right or left-handed? Like, there was mm -hmm. never, at least consciously, like, a, a push yeah, yeah, in yeah. one direction or the other. Mm -hmm. But they all, oh, my God, just. You are using your hands a lot. I, I know. Think, it's making you itchy now. <laughs> they all just uh, started to be one hand. Gotcha. I mean, there could have been implicit bias that I don't know about. Maybe I just like handed the fork more mm -hmm. to the right hand than the left. That's just because that's my norm. That's true. I don't know. Nobody mm -hmm. was filming me and studying it. I'll study you. They should have they should been. Have. It's Absolutely. too late now. And I would just like to say Stella is your son's child, your child, and my child in a weird way. She is all Stella, of our child. Stella is a wonderful essence <laughs> of a child that anyone would be grateful to be around. She's a wonderful little human. She's such a I enjoy human. her quite quite a lot. I she do. Said, she's she no, remembers she's being my name. A sassy sass. She, people I know for a long time will all of a sudden <laughs> say my name wrong and I'm like, "Who who are you? Do you know no. me? Do you even know me? Do you are you commenting she on my fake you. picture? On my fake picture? She thought the fake picture was me she did she knows you she knows me she'd be friend with that she person. sees you she gets me she knows that like when macy comes it's fun time no she knew it wasn't you wait no she knew she thought it was me she knew but then she was oh yeah that's right yeah it was you it was mine she was like Who's the thing that is, woman? Is my my doppelganger looked a lot like eerily you. like me and then then you merge their faces onto her picture and that is screwed with my brain psychologically. No, every time I look at that picture, I'm it's like, us. oh, it's us. It's actually. Us. No, a hundred percent I look that's at it. That's the way we look like. I'm like, that's us. You know what I thought about? Oh my god. Oh my okay. Gosh. Let's go Twilight Zone for a second. <laughs> okay. Let me scooch in. <laughs> we did that doppelganger episode. I actually had a thought. What if like every mirror in the world showed you your doppelganger uh, picture you would think you, you look like that absolutely. you would have no idea it only took like less than a week for both of us to look at that and then i would look at it and be like i was familiar yeah, with it it was it, that's us it was us versus yeah. like if you put someone else who wasn't my doppelganger i would never associate i'd be like i'd laugh at it and i'd be like that's not us yeah. but i'm like that's us i mean with it's all weird. the tech these days think about even with your russian hat on i was like that's you <laughs> think about the zoom pretty meter 
how you look at that enough you think that's what you look like no 100 percent. yeah that's that's why i was thinking i'm like what if like if you could just have this image of Mm -hmm. whatever projected back at you you would think that's what you look like absolutely and that is what social media does like you get used to seeing filters, filters, and then you take a regular photo and you look at yourself like, and, and that, oh God. Yeah, that feels delete, delete, like delete. it's not you, but that's you. Yeah. But yeah. you've been so used to that other version of you yeah. that that's now you and yeah. you are no longer you twilight version. I know. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a mind fuck? No, it really is. And you know what I'd love to do is an experiment where like for a year, you that's the image that's put out there and see how our perceptions of ourselves change in a year and then look at our own photos that would be a stranger that would be our i feel like i'd have to do less than a year maybe six months i feel sweaty i know i feel i'm sweaty who are we what do we look like nobody knows we don't know i see you you see me but i don't know how you see me and you don't know how i see you exactly what and the only way that we know is either photos or mirrors, which Absolutely. could both lie. Absolutely. And like, it's the same thing when people compliment you, like people will compliment you and you accept that. Or don't. But Which but, is equally as telling. Yeah. But when we say it about ourselves, it's like an instant. No, 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 no. Because I trust how you perceive me, but I don't trust how I perceive me. Well, like when you're like, like for me example for you example when my hair was all faded out and i was like i yeah. hated it i got so many compliments and i was like and, your hair and i had to like, be like didn't i say twice on the podcast that your hair looked like shit I yeah think. like me and yeah. you thought it looked like shit because we're at each other. everybody else thought it looked great and, and, then and I like, wonder what like brings do I look up? like shit or do I look great? But How is, do I know? Is that because people see change and because it was no? These are strangers. I know, but that's. A, mm. And so I had to just be like, I'm the one that is looking at myself. If I think it like and, shit, and I could it be, looks like shit, and I could be pulled into your to your own bias and my own bias because I see you all the time and I know what you're striving for. So I'm like, I know that's not the color she wants. Yeah. I know that's a fade out from what she wants. I know that that's not the bang cut she wants. Like, I know that about you enough that I can. But what actually looks good? Like, I have no, we have no perspective. But it's completely subjective. Exactly. But. Like, to me right now, your hair looks so much better than it did before. And I someone think so else, too. And someone else may look at it and be like, oh, I like your hair. But you may not get as many comments as before because before it was so I've contrast. gotten zero compliments oh. since I got this. Because they like the... When it was a hundred different colors I and I thought it looked like shit, I, have I got a hundred compliments. I know what it is. I know what it is. What is it? It's a pastel. Everyone loves a pastel. I don't know why I'm saying pastel. It's a pastel. It's a pastel. <laughs> it's been a soaps. <laughs> I don't I know. This is a are. deep thought. This is great. I this tangent matters. And no, it's it recorded matters. forever in time because it matters. It matters. I, I live in here right now. And I do let me too. just tell you, it looks really good. And this is Thank what you. I this is what I know you value and wanted. And I'm yeah. glad that you got that because I care about you as a person. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. My hair looks like shit. Don't talk about it. 
No, but you hear what you don't want to know what I know. I cut my bangs in the mirror before I came here like this. You want? I've had many of <laughs> those. <self-cut. laughs> uh, you want to know what I know? What? Neither of us took a shower today. True story. I know. You know how I know? How do you know? Because we're both wearing a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's right. Yes. I took a shower yesterday. I took two days ago because I'm trying. This is fucking expensive. Yeah. No, you. Every time I wash it, its value decreased. <laughs> you know, the color fade. Absolutely. <laughs> and I haven't redone my hair. I haven't done anything because I've been really busy. So my hair has been much more ponytail lately or just like all over the place. I haven't even. It's like when my hair goes down in quality, I like I'll stop wearing makeup. I'm like, this is just I'm accepting it. And then eventually, like my hair will get done. And I'm like, I feel pretty. <laughs> and then I'll wear makeup again. I like to wash my hair every two days. But it's bad for your hair to strip everything. I know. I like I tried. I went three days. This is like third day. It's it's bad because I'm a greasy person. I'm a greasy person. Okay, here's the deal. I exercise a lot. It's like, how do you manage that? I have my sides are very obnoxious. I am a very dry skin because I'm from the West Coast originally where that water just seeps into your pores on the daily. And then I moved to Spokane and it's dry AF. And so my skin gets really dry here. Like I'll get dandruff. So then I want to keep my hair like oil and moisturized, but then I'm also a high anxiety person where I get anxious. And so my bangs will get oily quicker than any of the rest of my hair. And then I have to wash it and shampoo. It's a conundrum. No, everything is. Everything is a paradox. Famous lefties. Jimi Hendrix. Get it, Jimmy. Paul McCartney. Get it. David Paul. Bowie. Uh-huh. Lady Gaga. Steve Jobs. Bill mm-hmm. Gates. Leo da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Or Ello. Hello. Mark Fuckerberg. And Fuckerberg. the notorious RBG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Health. my sister, Kristen, on yes. the US. We'll put your sister right under RBG. Or maybe after, who is the first one? I already forgot, but Jimi Hendrix. That's who I wanted to be under. Yes, she can be behind. Health disparities. Okay. So this is serious. This is like facts. I know the things that might. And this is what happens because of minority stress theory, Mm -hmm. like just that daily experience. I wrote a paper on this. Of not. Being a part of the privileged main society, you're going to and the, suffer. And the more groups that you are a minority of, the coupling of that. That's why doubles. I'm fucked because I'm a unicorn and I'm fucked. You're a unicorn. I'm a fucked unicorn. But I care about you and your bangs <laughs> look on point today. Thank you. You're welcome. A 2013 Yale University study found that 40% of patients they studied with schizophrenia we're left-handed. 40%. Mm. I haven't like really if you're around schizophrenia in research, because I know that like the majority of people, so like African American black communities are more likely to overrepresented, be overrepresented, yeah. Oh, way overrepresented for schizophrenia. There's also an overrepresented and not rightly so of left-handers for those diagnosed with PTSD. And interestingly, it is thought that this like link might be due to the right brain's dominance in the area of imagery. Hmm. So 
the right brain being in charge of imagery, pictures, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. might make those traumatic images stick more, I think is what it is. Okay, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. A 2009 study published in Demography showed left-hand dominant children were more likely to underperform academically and scored lower in reading, writing, vocabulary, and social development. So that's really sad. But again, how much of this is systems issues? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's, I mean, a a flaw across the board for any minority population in general, like this. Well, that's the larger systems are not accommodating and suck. And and that's what health disparities are all about. It's looking at the systems issue. A 2014 Harvard study. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Okay. Entertain the troops. I will entertain. <laughs> do we have troops? Do we have troops? Is that because of the Navy talk? We have troops. We have troops. <gasps> Maybe our people are troops. We've been trying it. We, okay. So we have been trying to think of a name for our followers for a very long time. We were hoping you would actually and name we, yourself and yeah, you didn't. And you just, nobody wants to take responsibility and especially us. So that's why we get it. Oh my gosh. Sorry. It just scared me. It was Ooh, very loud in my... Just so you know. I honestly was about ready to pour this into my can. Don't do that. And then I realized that doesn't work. Why, you just gave me a bottle? I thought we'd just share it like friends on the beach. I did test when I was a teenager when I came back. I, I, I did that for you. Um, when I was a teenager, we just... You said like... on the beach like friends. I didn't... I was not popular. You were the opposite of me. I wasn't invited. I wasn't popular, but I, I had friends. I had outsider friends. Let me rephrase. I didn't have friends. <laughs> I had some friends and we would drink red wine on the beach. Wait, 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 wait. What? Do you want to be my friend? I thought we already were. I know, but this is official. I get to drink wine with you during the podcast, like sharing a spout. Uh, let's be friends. Ah, cheers. Okay. It was just really because I was too lazy to find cups. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting my kitchen remodeled. Really not a good wine either. By the way. You know why it's not a good wine? I can tell like you that honestly. Karen wine. Why does it taste like poo? I don't know. Paul Tasted brought it, it over. Kind of tells, oh. Blame Paul. I don't blame When Paul. he brought it over, I was like, you brought Karen wine over? And he was like, <laughs> That was probably named before the whole Karen thing. No, I did. It's very strong. It's not even strong. No, it's a strong taste. So I I grew up in Snohomish, Washington, which had a lot of cow fields. And it reminds me of the smell of the cow dung fields. So like poo? Cow poo. Mm. But like when they get firm and start to grow mushrooms out of it. And then you step Mm. on it because it looks hard. And the inside is gooey and green. I told you that mushroom story from when I was in high school. We made that guy take eat the mushroom straight out of the cow poo and he puked everywhere <laughs> this i just want to i just would like to say because i've been i was thinking about this recently <laughs> about that story <laughs> podcast is never gonna end today <laughs> i missed you you can't go two weeks um i <laughs> as i was i was feeling like a little judge as a counselor because i'm like i swear a lot on the podcast if other people hear me and they're like well that's a counselor what I felt like really judged by that. And I just want to say that like, we're 
the same people as everybody else. And we have histories like everybody else. So I I think that makes us better counselors. I agree. And I like, it takes you off that tier of superiority of like, I'm the authority. Exactly. You don't want to be like, I know you better than you know yourself. I also know what it's like to accidentally step into a hot cow pie. No, (laughs) I... I haven't had that specific, but I've had a lot of other specific You get really hard on the outside and you step on it by accident and your foot just sinks. Anyway, like we're humans. I like that we're honest and because I just, it's hard because in the helping profession, what I see portrayed by a lot of counselors is this like perfect persona. And I have a really hard time with that because we're not. And I know that. And I like, just know that this isn't you, like the person you're presenting isn't you. So I can't like connect with you as a person at all until that person shows some sort of vulnerability. Yeah. That's the clinically appropriate disclosure, which I do all the time. Yeah. And people appreciate that. People want to have a relationship with their therapist. And that's one of my favorite things about like existential therapy is like, being able to tie in humor is so important to me because the ability to laugh when some things get hard, like even during the Holocaust, existential therapy, like that's where that logo therapy came out of. Oh yeah, Victor Frankl, yeah. Yes. Like it's he talked about humor as being one of the things. It's healing and it's important to be yeah, real. They people. laughed in the concentration camp. The therapeutic relationship isn't about. Anyway, okay. Or I'm never going to finish this. I know. I'm period. A 2014 Harvard study published in the Journal of Economic Perspectives suggested that left handers, in comparison to right handers, had more learning disabilities, such as dyslexia, had more behavior and emotional problems, completed schooling less worked in jobs that required less cognitive skill and had, uh, as a result had 10 to 12% lower annual earnings, which is going to contribute to disparities. And again, this is systems issues. Absolutely. So in summary, big right-hand sweep circles, left-handed people live in a right-handed world as right-handers. We should acknowledge our privilege um, this is stigmatizing. I'm going to rewrite my statement. It is not a published book yet. I'm going to send her <laughs> an edited version. <laughs> However, left and lefties do have some advantages, notably in one-on-one sports, such as boxing, tennis, and yeah, baseball. Everyone expects it from one side, and then they're going to lay it out. Yeah, because the 90% of right-handers uh-huh. train against block. right-handers. Yes. And... So left-handers are going to be not what you're expecting, what you're used to. That's what I think maybe like the, her like Navy aggression might be is that she just needs to punch someone because she's been left-handed for so long and treated so badly. And she punch them with your left hand. Put them in a boxing ring and just like, bam. Yeah. They won't be able to prepare. I love it. So that's what I got. Sorry, left-handers. For every time I offered my right hand to shake. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm not going to touch anybody's hands ever again. I'm just going to say, where's the wine bottle, friend? If you're not willing to do that with me. It's a sign of friendship. This tastes 
like a field of cow pies. Because it's Karen one. Karen. <laughs> Karen. I have okay, so I have not gotten in TikTok TikTok land. TikTok land. Yes, I meant. <laughs> I have instead because I have a Facebook account where I typically post my dad's dog photos and, but I've watched like the, the feed, video feeds, which are a lot of tack videos. Yeah. And I get, I've been trying to pay attention to what like physiologically makes me anxious. Cause I'm curious, like what is good for me to watch and what isn't. Yeah. And like the traffic ones where like a car cuts off another car. Oh God. God. Yeah. Causes me a lot of anxiety or like someone's yelling and gets out of their car. And, and then they add the, the like stress music to it. Yes. That's not good. No. Like I don't, the Jaws music. I have decided that is out instant skip. I can't, it, it, it makes me anxious that and then Karen videos are funny to watch but they do the same thing because it's like you're waiting for someone to get like they feel really entitled mm-hmm. hence the Karen and they start pointing and they get angry or they're standing in front of a car and they're like Wee! and it makes me really anxious because there's nothing you can do about it. it's like this false conflict that gets put in front of you for 15 mm-hmm. seconds over and over again because then you skip to the next one you see 15 seconds of false conflict that you can't solve it's like this never-ending anxiety attack i hate it here's the problem with the way everything is right now with internet everything Mm -hmm. on your phone or your laptop is the scrolling is the problem no that 100 is the problem because because even if you're going to scroll past it you are your brain is still taking it in and and it's still affecting you on an unconscious level it's still affecting your autonomic nervous system and unfortunately they no matter how fast you scroll your system works way faster than your conscious mind Mm -hmm. so by the time your conscious mind is like oh, I don't really want to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've already taken that into your system. Absolutely. And and then the, the algorithms behind it all are even faster than that. So they recognize what I stood on for a minute. Yeah, because, what you hesitated on. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden I get a bunch more Karens. Yeah, exactly. And then... And then the Italian husband reacts to pasta being broken because I find that funny. So, <laughs> so I've been trying to intentionally because I started noticing like when I watch the thing that makes me anxious, I get more of those videos. And when I watch the things that I enjoy watching that make me feel positive emotions, I get more of those. So I've been intentionally like skipping instantly. You can't even watch a little bit of the like you have to yeah. you just get off Facebook. I know. I know. Do you know why I'm on there? No. Because I post our freaking podcast. To That's it. the only reason I'm on there, too. I think that our Facebook group could live without us. The, being thing on there. Is, the thing is, is that we could post a moderator that we could go through in a covert account that we only check. I don't know. We'll talk about that. Or we could just not be on there. It's just super unhealthy. Oh, can I it tell really you unhealthy. my idea for our 140? And I thought maybe we could do it every 10. What episode is this? We're almost there. Not quite. Somewhere. somewhere I don't know. There. We're like, somewhere in the 130s. Close. Okay. I was thinking for a 140. Can you not have your hand on your hips? It makes me well, feel like you're doing the power superhero. Because power? I have a plan and I'm sure you'll Can I that. also do this yes. to feel part of it? Yes. Okay. So for our 140. Mutual. I was thinking. Okay. You would watch mm. Yellow Jacket season one on HBO. 
H O P O. Or you could counter suggest a different thing for us to watch, and I would be fine with that. And then for our 140, we would bring a mutual topic that we pre planned to discuss. Mm-hmm. So I propose watching Yellow Jackets, which I already watched, but I would watch again. Okay. And then we would review it. Do you know what I propose? What? <laughs> Since we're proposing things. I like your idea. Okay. I would like, remember when we watched together and we recorded an episode with our comments throughout? I really enjoyed that. Yeah, like, but yeah, we would have to edit it though. Why? Because Yellow Jackets is like a whole season. That's stupid. So I have to watch a whole season. It's worth it. It's amazing. I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm saying that's a long, like how long do we want before that episode gets published? No, I'm just saying, just watch it. Start now. I'm just saying that probably won't happen. It's so good, though. I agree with you. Well, why don't you suggest something? I'll watch something that I don't. I feel like I don't have time for, and I'll make time because our podcast is important to me. Because you're better than me. Sorry. No, because our podcast is important mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm an. I would watch it again and mm-hmm. take notes. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I hear. I hear that. Okay, how about this? Mm-hmm. How long is the whole season of Yellow Jacket that you want me to watch? Well, I don't know. It's like a season. So it's like three whole days of watching. I, like having it on in the background for mutual, like for like well, you would have to, to take hours. notes. So you couldn't you have to take notes. You would have to actually watch it. Okay. I, how far are we away from our 140th episode? I'm just um, I think I family coming I think over you have weekend, a few weeks. A few research papers. Um, you have a few weeks. Okay. It's really good. All right. How about this? Can can we compromise? Here's my compromise. By the way, compromising means both meeting in the middle. So here's me meeting in the middle. Or it means one person really giving up for the other person. Potentially, also. if it be, if it matters that much to them. Okay. So here's what I might ask yeah can we watch one episode together with full commentary and record that and then i will continue watching the rest by myself for additional you make the confusing face i don't i don't i, I don't think there's enough there not up there okay for All right, fine thing. fine that's fine okay i okay. will choose Part for two. 140 okay you choose what we review for 150 that's fine I just need daily reminders. Fine. Or I will sign up for a free trial of Showtime. No problem. I have Showtime. Oh, so you already have it. I think I have Showtime. No problem. I I think I do. So reminders, or I will forget and fill it with mindless work tasks. You don't want to work your life away. I'm literally doing five research projects at the same time right now. One of two of them being books. So I'm also writing a book right now. And I also find time to play video games. That's why I just need reminders to plug it in. I'm writing a book right now. Why are you looking down your shirt? Oh, I thought I lost my necklace, but it was on the outside. I was like, you're writing a book right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. We'll figure it out. Okay, I'm choosing for 140. You can choose for 150. That's fine. Anything. It could be a book, maybe a show, and I will watch it. I can do what I want. Yeah, you'll have the power. I also pick the wine. Until next time, give those lefties their own damn chainsaw.
or else you get all cattywampus.